the Portland Trailblazers did not get the number one pick in the NBA draft lottery, but they got the number three pick, which could be a gem for them. Hello, welcome to the Blazer Focus Podcast. I am Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live, and I'm joined in a, here for a draft lottery special edition of the Blazer Focus Podcast with Craig Burnback, who is sitting in his room at home. I see a mess hey. behind him. Someone needs to clean up something back there. I don't know, but uh, my room's even messier than his, so I can't really talk. But anyway, what a night. The, the lottery is always a little bit drama-filled, especially when you have a team in it. It was a very interesting lottery just from the fact that they moved up from five into the top four, and you wonder what they might get. Brandon Roy was sitting there all stoic. Four went by, it wasn't them, then three came, and it was them, but still a great spot to be in. Craig, what say you? You didn't have lottery fever, so I imagine you didn't have it tonight. You just kind of probably watched it in the background or playing with your kid or something, whereas I was right in front of the TV like, come on, come on, come on. Anyway, how do you feel now that that's over? So <clears throat> they broke the way they break it up, like once you get in the, you know, the, the top four, yeah, they go to that break, yeah. that long break, and tell you about that. They do that ad about how you could get like a, you know, a, a mountain bike for eighty-seven <laughs> cents, and I'm always like, "Is that real?" And uh, and then it, like that's when I got lottery fever right then when they were trying to tell me I could get a blender for twenty cents. I'm like, "Come back, come back!" They got a chance because now I know right. they moved up, so I'm like, "Okay, is this real?" And when they go five, I mean, when they go four, and it's not them. I'm like, oh my goodness, top three, that's awesome. But the difference between three, two, and one is like, it's huge. It's huge. Like, it's it's a huge body of water. And uh, to go three, I went, well, that's going to make things very interesting <laughs> and not maybe in, a, in the best way because, I, you know, I've said all along, you know, one is obviously to me a no-brainer. You, you thought you could trade, you might trade it. I said, I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think mm. there's no way they would. Um, but two and four and five, I mean, five, you're like, of course you're trading it. Do whatever you got to do. But like two and three, you're looking at two players and uh, Scooter and, and Scooter Miller that people are saying are, could be number one in other years. Mm-hmm. So now what do you do? Like, oh, no, you got Dame. Like, what is Dame doing right now, Aaron? Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted a, I wanted a Dame cam. Like, because where, where was his face? Like, was he like, okay, or he's like, because oh. to me, that's what it all comes down to. Is he going to say, you know, is he going to say, I'm cool with you picking that, or do you got to move it? Well, first of all, before we get to that, let me just say how much I hate the San Antonio Spurs again. How are you going to win? <laughs> how, how in your lifetime are you going to win? If you're Popovich, he was a GM when they got Robinson, right? How are you going to win David Robinson? Tim Duncan, and now Wim Benyama. How you like? That's just not fair to the rest of the world. That's unfair. And then other people win. People like Odin. <laughs> you know, no offense to Greg, but you know you win people like Odin or Bennett, the the guy that uh, Cleveland took was probably the worst number one pick ever. Uh, and because in some years, some years the number one pick definitely the worst. Definitely no, not maybe not maybe okay. definitely some years. <laughs> No, he played like 12 games. He's still playing. I looked him up. I looked him up. He's playing in Taiwan. He's playing in Taiwan. He's 30. He's still playing. So, you know, more power to him. That's but that was a that was an awful. Because he he can't even blame injury. He just was bad, which is just remarkable to me that a guy taking them like at the very least, you should be serviceable, but maybe injuries held you back. 
that guy's not even like he's, he's like you said he's in Taiwan anyway. So that's the first thing. Spurs just oh god really I mean Popovich's plan worked. He's an evil genius. He tanked for a couple of years and he tanked and <laughs> he went out there and just got his butt kicked and just weathered the storm and now boom he's got himself a potential uh, Tim Duncan. Although I will not say that I was just almost dry heaving every time someone on ESPN said this could be the greatest prospect in the history of the NBA. I just, I'm not going to sit here and say this guy's going to end up being better than Duncan Shaq or, or LeBron. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. Long way to go with this kid, but that was driving me nuts. But anyway, okay, back to Portland, what we care about here. Man, <laughs> flat out. The, okay, number one was a pipe dream, right? You hope to get number one. They had a 44 chance, 44% chance, I think, to get into the top four. So that was pretty strong. To get number one was about 10%, 10.5. So that was kind of a pipe dream. The fact that they were able to move into the top three in what's considered a three-player draft is absolutely huge. Last year, they had trouble moving number seven for what they wanted, and they were wise to not give it up for something they didn't feel was worth it because they did love themselves some Shaden Sharp, and that turned out to be genius because Shaden Sharp is worth far more than the number seven pick right now. But now you're in the top three. There are going to be a lot of teams out there who covet that pick, a lot of people out there who believe that Scoot is the next John Morant minus the Instagram nonsense that believe that Miller is the next Jason Tatum or or, or uh, Jalen Brown, that kind of guy. And so if there are people out there who believe that is the case, they're going to be willing to give up guys who are really good but maybe expensive and not helping them win right now. I think this is huge for the Blazers. This is huge for Dame. I think they're going to flip this pick into a legitimate star and pull off the greatest, most impactful trade in the history of the franchise this summer. That's my fact of Fentress right now. We'll just go straight to it. Fact of Fentress, they will use this pick to pull off the greatest trade in the history of the franchise. Wow. <laughs> like, we haven't, they haven't had the pick for an hour, and I'm already just making wow. outlandish statements. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'd have to. I mean, is Scotty Pippen? He might be, but he was, but he, but he was thirty-four-year-old Pippen. He wasn't right. Brian Pippen. I know. I'm just trying to think of great trades. It's not like you know, I, they don't have the. Hmm, they don't have a history of great trades. That's been the problem. They haven't been able to go out and get a guy. I'm, I'm saying. Scotty was I know, good. but he was thirty-four. Was I think they're not. They're going to be able to go out and get an all-star in their prime. I believe. Hello. Well, I, I I will say that I think they you can move you can move the third overall pick, especially in this draft, and if that's why I wanted Dave's <laughs> face, so that's why because I want to know like he gets it. This is a three person draft, you know, like three potential number ones. If in the sense that you know if if Webber wasn't there, like these two guys, people are saying they could be number one. Uh, I'm a little surprised. I thought it was all Scooter all the time, and now Miller's kind of moved up there where who knows uh, who's going to be two or three. We do know – we're pretty sure who's going to be one through three, which makes this a really solid you know, trade piece because they know the guys aren't going to be – though two and three aren't going to be available at four. You know what I mean? Like at seven, people are like, well, maybe my guy will be there. You know what I mean? So they weren't willing to do it. Here they'll be able to trade it, and I think they have to. If they're being honest about trying to get Dame a title in his window, you you can't say that and then keep no. two and three. No. I mean, keep no. three. You can't. You know what I mean? Like, no, you just you can't. can't. You got it. You got to trade it. You got it. Uh, and if you don't, then you got to 
look, you might be looking at trading Dane because he one because you've made a decision, not a bad decision, that you put this pick, you know, with Sharp, you put this pick with Simons, you put this pick with some of the young things that you got coming up. Because don't forget, you got the Knicks pick. Yep. You got the Knicks pick. Then you're gonna looking about a very solid start to a very drastic, but accelerated rebuild because these are yes. top, top picks. You know, you're not, but no, I don't think a lot of people want to hear that. <laughs> or Dame yeah. says, or Dame makes the decision yeah. for you, which takes the pressure Here, off you as a thing. franchise. We're going to see a lot of discussion about this. We're going to have a lot of discussion about it. We're having one right now. The, at the end of the day, it comes down to one simple fact. Does whatever trade you make or trade you make, make you a legitimate contender? Not a, oh, if everything goes right, they could be in the top four. No, where the trade is done and the entire NBA world goes, oh, yeah, the Blazers are top two in the West, which is not difficult to do, I don't believe, because you look at the West right now. I mean, Denver's legit. I think they're going to smoke LA. I don't even know why people think that's going to be a series. I don't even know what the score is right now. They're just too athletic. They're young. They're not They're not aging like Golden State. But anyway, like, like I just said about aging, LeBron's getting old. Durant's getting old. CP3 obviously falling off. Clippers can't stay healthy. Curry's getting up there. So is Clay and Draymond. Like those teams are falling off. So if you go out there and you bring in two dudes with Grant and whatever else is left, you're going to have. And you're going to have. You a forgot. Shot. You forgot Matt. And, yeah, and John Morant's a, a clown who might miss half of next season, right? And then and they got smoked anyway. Like it's just the, the West is going to be wide open if you go out and you're able to get some guys. So if the trade, regardless of who it is, makes you a contender, you make that trade in the nanosecond. If the trade just makes you better, then you don't make that trade because Dane wants to contend. Dane's going to look at the roster and go, yeah, we're better, but we're going to go, you know, 46 and 36. I'm, that does not gonna, That's not going to thrill him. So then Dane might say, yeah, let's not do that deal. Maybe it's just trying to move me. And then if you're the Blazers, you're like, okay. And then you have to ask yourself, okay, if Scoot's the pick, I got Simons. Am I redundant? Yeah, probably, but I don't care because you're going to be in the lottery again in 24. You just try and accumulate talent. Maybe down the line you trade Scoot or you trade Ant, just like Sacramento did with Halliburton and Fox. You just start accumulating assets and start moving forward with a young nucleus. Move Dame along. You're going to get picks and, and probably a young player for Dame. But if someone out there is offering you dudes that are going to make you a contender, then you make the trade because you're trying to win a championship. If you have three years to win a championship with Dame, that leaves I have a legit shot. I'd take that over wondering if Ant, Scoot, and Shaden are going to turn into a championship nucleus in four years. One could get injured. One could demand a trade. One could be John Moran. <laughs> be a knucklehead, right? So you're rolling the dice. Right. We all know that. Look at, look at the Pelicans with Zion. They thought they'd be contending for titles right now, and that guy can't he stay healthy. Ja is acting a fool. Uh, Chet, Chet Holmgren just got injured. Like, it's just, it's just, you're rolling the dice. So I would move that guy, move that pick in a nanosecond if I'm going to have a chance to contend, period. I agree. And I, my, when we talk <clears> about <throat> that, the hard part for me is can you get there? Because I don't think you're, you're not one player away. You're two players away. You're one superstar away you know, or two lineup. really good players away. Right. Right. And and you'd have to – it's just so right. hard to get a superstar. But – and and fit it under your cap. You know what I mean? Like because you can't, you can't do this with a – you can't just sign James Harden if he opts out. Right. Not that you would. But I'm just saying like you can't you, – you need to do a sign and trade for that. So is Siakam that superstar? Like I don't know. You know – 
you get Siakam and Jimmy Butler. Hello. Like, okay. That's what, let's that's, go. That's what I'm talking right. about. Uh, but I don't. But that's really it, hard. It, it depends. It depends undoable. on the team. It depends on. It depends on the team. If, if the Miami Heat said right, but you I know, but if two. the Miami Heat say okay, we we had our shot. Jimmy Butler's getting up there, right? We're we're not going to win a championship with this group. Portland, we'll give you Jimmy Butler for Ant and the Knicks pick and something else, or we'll give you Jimmy Butler for that third pick and some stuff. Now you got Jimmy Butler, but if you can tell me I'll get Jimmy Butler for other pieces and then turn the pick into another dude, right? Now you've got something going. And so, and so that's the question. Can you pull off two deals that put you over the top? And it just depends on who's willing to give up what. I mean, cause the Blazers have the assets. You have two really good young players and you have the number three pick, man. Like you have the assets to go out there. Yeah. And here's the thing we're, we're talking about the heat and you're saying we're not, they might win the title. Right. Like, no, they might. Know, like, well, we should but slow our I'm roll. Just right? like, I'm just saying like they but, might be there. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying some of this didn't line up perfectly for the Blazers because the heat who was a p- p- possibility, you know, they had been, and we know that Simons would fit really well on that team. They're still alive. <laughs> And Boston is still alive. So the wheels coming off Boston and maybe moving Jalen Brown's not looking as good, even well, though you yeah, still it, never it, know. When you lose and you decide happen. you're old, but, but when you lose the, and you decide your, your key player is getting up there, that's when you start thinking about, is it time to cut bait? That's, you know, again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that I would put them on my list. So but, speaking of which, let's talk about that. I think who do you think? Like, let's, who, okay, how about I just throw some names at you? And you, okay. Okay. Jalen Brown is allegedly unhappy. I'm not sure why. Let's say he's available. Third pick and Ant, done. Yes. Right? Done. Yes. Now, would Boston do that? No. Done. Boston might be able to do better unless they love, unless they they might love Scooter. Scoot. They might go, oh my God, we have to have that kid. Yes, done. Jalen wants out anyway. Done. So obviously you would do something like that. Uh, Philly, I mean, does Philly have anyone? Uh, Embiid, you would do that in a heartbeat. I don't, they're not going to trade Embiid. That, that, that pipe, if James Harden leaves, which is a report out there that he's seriously considering going back to Houston, that tells you all you need to know about James Harden, right? The guy disappears in must-win playoff games, and he wants to go back to a loser franchise. James Harden's not about winning titles. He's about winning a title if, if everyone around him will get him there. Um, so you're not going to do that. And plus, they're going to go. They, they would just go out and get Kyrie and, and just try Kyrie with, uh, with Embiid. All right. Uh, Cleveland, nobody. Now, if the Knicks were going to give up Julius Randle and Barrett, I'd consider that maybe for the third pick. Does that if, can Dame lead that crew to a championship? I don't know. Dame, Barrett, Grant, yeah, but they, Randle. But the Knicks, the Knicks, Knicks wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Okay, the Knicks Fair wouldn't enough. do that. Not for that. Fair enough. There's, there, there's an interesting one. The, the Nets and Bridges. See, this is the kind of thing where, huh, right? Hard. This is the kind of thing where you say, okay, the Nets might say, you know what? You give us Ant and the number three pick for Bridges? They'd do that. I don't know. Why wouldn't they? Unless they just think Bridges is, you know. But, but I mean, I, I would, I'd say that Ant and Bridges are close to a one-on-one trade. You throw in the top three pick, the third yeah. pick. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I don't even know hesitating. if many people would agree not, with that. But that's I the get problem your point. is. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying. Yes, I'm just saying. But but yeah. the potential that you think that Simon's could you're right. doing that for potential, and Bridges is a borderline all star. Right. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. Simon's right now is not right there, but he's signed to a contract. 
that's very team friendly if he's even where he is now. And if he gets and he's young enough to take that next level on a team where he's the primary scorer, I think he could be an all-star. And now you've just given up another all-star for him. Like, so I wouldn't I mean, if I'm the Blazers, like that doesn't do it for me. For just you know, just the pick, yeah. But no oh, way. Oh, you wouldn't do Ant and the pick for Bridges. Simons. Oh, really? Okay. No. No, because I look at it and say, yes, I have to do that. So two things. The only reason why you're doing that is the pressure of Dame, the Dame window. You would not make that trade if you didn't have a three, a two-year window. Because why? Because Bridget. I mean, you you have a potential number one pick that you you have a the number three overall pick, which it's no guarantee, but you've got three guys. You have two guys that you know you take okay. either one of them, and they have the potential to be a multi-year all-star. You've got Simons, who's going to score, as you said, 25 points a night if he's right. your lead guard. And you're going to trade it for Miles Bridges, who's nice. Bridges, what? Okay, nice Bridges has been more player. than nice with the Nets. He kept he, he kept, he kept that good. franchise afloat into the playoffs. Yeah. He demonstrated that with when given a bigger piece of the pie and not a role guy, he can ball. He's a better fit for the Blazers than I, I agree. He's a borderline so, okay, so all We agree. We but you're okay, trading so you're, too. So okay, but let's put it this way. At least by saying that for the Blazers, you wouldn't do that. We're at least saying the assets are there to maybe acquire him. So we, we agree on that. That would be there. Okay. Yes. Hawks, John Collins, no. Absolutely. Although I would probably consider Ant for John Collins, but they Atlanta wouldn't want Ant there. Got Trey and uh Jonathan Murray. They're not gonna want, they they're not gonna Man, the Hawks should have traded John Collins. Dude, dude, John Collins, is, John Collins. I don't I don't believe John Collins is bad. I think he's on a in a bad situation. He's, he's not. like I agree, but like you keep on the longer yeah. he stays there in mediocrity and doesn't rise up, yeah. the less he's worth. Two years ago, we would have traded the for the it, you could have gotten more for him than yeah. you probably can today, and that's not what you want no. with your assets when you're still so not he, very good. If Heat were to say, okay, they, listen, they lose to the Boston, which I think they're going to. They were the eighth seed. They got hot in the playoffs. They're getting up there in age. Bam, nanosecond, right? Bam and Bam four, and Ant for the third. Sorry, so, and, sorry, and in the third pick for Bam. It's so hard, but I mean, you got to. Same thing with Bridges. If I'm the Blazers, I probably have to do <clears> it. I would do that. I, see, the pick to me is nice, but we, I don't care what, like, I don't care what scouts say. Not, not that they don't know what they're talking about, but the history of the NBA has proven that it's really, really difficult to be right on these things. Yes. Otherwise, Giannis doesn't go 15th. Markel Fultz doesn't go number one. Like, we can play that game in every lottery, right? And it, it, okay, so yeah. we know that there's a crapshoot. So I'm not concerned to say that Scoot is going to be X, Y, Z. I don't know that. Miller, I, I mean, yeah, he might be Jason Tatum, or he might be just another good small forward that's replaceable. Okay, my Bulls. He could be Cam Reddish. <laughs> uh, Bulls, you know, I mean, Levine, I mean, you're, you're a Levine guy. You would – Maybe consider Levine. I don't know if I would. I just think the defensive deficiencies. They have the assets. To, I, I don't – to me, that's not a smart – I don't know why – I don't think Chicago's trading them for – so anyway, I, I don't think that's a real option. I suffer because Levine is he's – he's, he's really good at what he does. He's not necessarily what the Blazers really want. He's not a two-way player. Right. Um, he's injury-prone. And scoring points is not 
the primary problem with Portland. You need stars. So I, I, I would, I'd rather do, I probably think that the, the BAM trades better. No, a hundred percent. And I, and I, and, and the, the thing is the type of guy so, too, is not going to defer to anyone. He's coming to the court jacking up what he wants to jack up. So that's, that'd be a bad fit. Right. Well, that's what he does. So t- Toronto, Siakam, nanosecond. Yeah. Right. OG, yeah. no. Yeah, well, if you're going to do Bam right. and you're OG, not going to do Siakam, get OG, off my no. podcast. OG, no. <laughs> OG, no. Right? I would not give up the third pick for OG. We agree on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis? Wizards? <laughs> no. Orlando? I mean, I, I consider the Wagner kid, maybe. Uh, Hornets? No. Pistons? No. Okay. Western Conference? Nuggets aren't going to do anything. Jaron Jackson, you would do. He's not going to be available. Kings don't have anyone available. Suns, ah. no. Aiden, Aiden, I'm doing Ant for Aiden. I'm not doing number three for Aiden. I, I, I'd maybe do Ant and the Knicks pick for Aiden. I'm not doing number one overall, the number three overall pick for Aiden. Now let's get to the Clippers. Would you consider if the Clippers said, okay, we're done with these two, this duo, it's not working. One of them's always hurt or both. Would you consider Paul George? I love Paul. I mean, like if Paul George is healthy. He's right there with that window, right? Um, so you're saying Simon's and the Simon's in the three for Paul George, something like that. I mean, that would probably be what it might take because you got and you got to add something else to match salaries. I'd do a serious physical. He'd have to have a real I mean, dude. He's thirty three. See, this is the, this is the scary thing. Like he's thirty three. Yep. George is. He he just he just played fifty six games. Before that, he played 31, 54, 48. He can't stay healthy. So I'm a no. I'm, I'm a Paul, Paul George, if you were healthy and reliable, done. But now, no, I'm not giving up the third pick. I'm not giving up the chance to draft, like you said, a guy who's a number one caliber player, but just behind uh, Wemby uh, for a 33 year old guy who can't stay healthy. Like now, I give them the next pick. <laughs> I might do Ant and the next pick or something like that. Sure. See if I can do it. Just you roll the dice. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, oh you know. It, yeah, he, he's just he's just too scary at this at this point for me. I would do <clears throat> just I would do Ant and the Knicks pick in a heartbeat. Right. I wouldn't even think about now. It. I mean, Warriors if they want to get rid of Clay or Draymond's a free agent, but no, I, I don't think I'd do number three pick for Draymond. Would you do that? Some kind of sign and trade and th- three and three and stuff. For Draymond I mean, eh, too old. I just wouldn't do number three for him. It, it has to be a bigger star than that. Clay, obviously no. Uh, Timberwolves cat. Now there's something interesting. Carl Anthony oh, Towns. So Ant and number three for Carl Anthony Towns. Doesn't play really good defense, but oh, obviously absolutely. he's really good offensively. Uh, he and Dane would be a pretty, pretty dynamic duo uh, with Grant, especially. Yeah, if Cat if Cat came out now, you would might pick him over, you know, like, and you knew what you had. He'd go two overall with, you know, in a heartbeat. Yeah, and he's he'd go yeah, two. I, I don't. So I would give up Simon's to move Simon's up, and the pick, know, though. Simon's and yeah, Simon, right? Simon's and the number three pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, yes, I would. No, do, injuries I would, have been I mean, a problem again, too, though. Simon's doesn't fit your injuries roster. have been a problem too. Twenty nine games yes. this year, the year before yes. seventy four, then before that yeah. fifty thirty five. Uh, but still, again, you're trying to get you're trying to get stars in there to help Dame. I only need him to put, just be healthy right. during the playoffs. That's all <laughs> I need you for. We'll make the playoffs and be healthy in the playoffs. That's it. Pelicans, uh, Brandon Ingram done. They're probably not going to do that, but Zion. If he, I mean, I Zion scares me. I mean, I keep wondering when they're going to move off of Zion if it's going to be New York, but we'll see. Thunder, I don't think they're giving up anyone that I mean, who you'd want. They're not going to give up Shea, obviously. 
Uh, Mavericks, no one. Nope. Now, here's one. Okay. So, go Rockets, nobody. Spurs, nobody. Here's one for you. Lowry Marketing. Would you give up the number three pick? And you don't have to really match. Like, it could be the number three pick and little Watford and someone else to match his cheap salary for Mar- Lowry Marketing. I mean, I would not do that as as a GM that had that had a long had a long uh, ropes. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> I'm trying to win the championships, and you got I got a new owner, and I got five years. Garrett, like I know I'm good unless I really f this up. I wouldn't do it, but I the, with the window. I mean, that's what I mean. But the problem is everybody in the league knows this, and that's where the Blazers are a little bit in trouble because they're going to know that. Okay. Marketing was was great mm-hmm. this year, but it's not a long resume no. of great. And 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 I I think that you're not going to win the title with him. Okay, so – But I wouldn't be mad if you did. I wouldn't be mad if – I can't say it's ridiculous. I say it's hard. I wouldn't do it because I think I'd be better off hoping that my, the alternative, which is flipping it and getting all young and going for it, I have a better chance of, of one of those guys ending up being better than him. So La- Lowry's about to be 26. That. He hasn't entered his prime yet. He's finally figured it out. He's bigger, stronger. Dude, he put up 25 and 25.6 and 8.6 while shooting 50 yep. and 39. And he's 87. He slashes 50, 39, 88. <laughs> if he if you if you've watched him as, as a scouting staff and you believe he has arrived, he is it. Like he's a legitimate guy who's gonna continue to put up these types of numbers, to continue to be mm-hmm. a difficult guy to defend because he's seven feet tall. Um, I would trade the number three pick in a heartbeat. I would I wouldn't even blink because again, how how you can't guarantee that those other two guys are gonna ever become as good as he is right now. And you throw him out there with Dame and, and you don't you're not giving up Ant and Sharp, which means I still could go out with Ant and Sharp and get someone else. Okay. So you're saying just the Oh pick. yeah, not picking the ant. Because because what I'm what I'm wondering, what I'm wondering okay. is if Utah, okay. <clears throat> which is still in rebuild mode, they they exceeded expectations last year. If they are in love for whatever reason with Scoot or Henderson or Scoot or Miller, yeah, they're not gonna make it. Why wouldn't like they might say to themselves, Well, Lowry, <clears throat> Lowry's got a friendly good friendly deal now, but eventually he's gonna want to get paid. Are we gonna win with him? We, we need more pieces, or do I wanna continue to start over with younger talent? And I can get the number three pick in the draft. So I'm not even saying they would do it for sure. I'm just saying that if they would, oh yeah, in a heartbeat, I'd give the number three pick for Larry Market. But yeah, the, the pick and salary match. Like I said, his salary. Sense. I think he's only making 16 or 17. You could give him little Watford and you, something you. else, you match the salary and the number three pick in the draft. And for them, they got dude. They got he was a throw in in the Donovan Mitchell thing, and then he blew up. And they can flip him to number three. And again, it comes down to these things always come down to how much someone loves someone. If they look at Scoot and see the next Morant minus the foolishness, or they look at Miller and go, that's Jason Tatum, which if Ganny Ainge looks at Miller and sees Jason Tatum, the guy who drafted J- the guy who traded back, remember? <laughs> he had the number one pick and traded back and took Tatum. He might go, oh my God, yeah, 
we think Brandon Miller is the the shiznit, Lowry by. <laughs> then if I'm the Blazers and I can pull that off, done. Fair? Because yeah. if you no, did that I, yeah, and then turned around and went out with Ant and the Knicks pick and went out and, and whatever else and went out and able to get something like, whoo, now you now you got a squad, dude. Because I, I think Dame and, and Lowry would be amazing together. Just amazing. Okay. So we ran through any, anyone else you got you thinking about? We ran through the league pretty well there. No, I think, I mean, I, that's the, the part that I love is bringing you back to yourself, which is uh, where you say the guys that end up getting traded are the ones you didn't know the day you're taught. Like you don't know until right before off it. You know, it, it's a very rare thing when the, the Jeremy Grant thing happens, right? Like where everyone knows right, forever right. that that's going to go. So uh, that's the part that what we don't know and what maybe can develop. Because what we just did is an exercise where two semi-intelligent guys that know the league kind of looked and tried to find stuff, and it wasn't easy. We didn't find, you know, we didn't find anything that definitely benefits both sides where you could say, oh, yeah, no-brainer. We found a lot of things that could fit if, if, if. So I'm interested to find out. And that's my point. My point is when I look at, uh, you always need a partner. They, you know, the mule, you need a dance partner, um, and I don't know where the Blazers find that in time in this short period because it's not a long time to make be able to make this deal because it's summer that you know you you you've said it that your sources say this is a big summer for Dame. And the here's Blazers. the thing too. So the window's right. not long. Here's the thing to remember too. I was just talking to my older son Isaiah and. You know, we were talking about OG, and he's like, "Do you think Toronto would do OG?" They they were trying to get the world from. I go, "Yeah, they were trying to allegedly get three first round picks from Memphis, but they knew those were going to be picks in the late twenties, right?" There's a huge difference between getting multiple picks that you think might be in the late twenties and the third pick. That third pick is worth ten late first round picks. So that's why I just feel like teams out there looking to move guys. Like, you know, if Kevin Kevin Durant selected, obviously, but if if, well, if Kevin Durant were available right now to someone like the Nets trying to rebuild and move him, that third pick is worth more than all the picks they got. They would probably, they might, I mean, it depends on how much they love the top two guys available at that pick, but they might have viewed that more valuable than Bridges and those picks. We don't know. Um, but there's so, there's going to be so many teams, I think, out there trying to trying to shed a guy, start over, move. They may love that, that who are just going to put guys out there available to the Blazers. I, I think this pick is going to allow them, like I said, to pull off what will be the greatest trade in franchise history. I hope you're right. I hope you're right because that makes a lot of fun. Rebuilds rebuilds are fun for young people. <laughs> We're too old. We, we have a window too. We have a window too, don't we? We're getting yeah. down to this stuff. You've been in this market for how long? How long you been here in this market now? How long uh, I pretty much years? have been here permanently since early high school. Although I lived, oh, I, I went, I did a lot of back and forth traveling, multiple parents. I could but, do that. 16 yeah, years. You know, and I, I'm a Bulls fan, but the Blazers, I mean, I've been, I have season tickets. I would, I would love to see the Blazers win a championship. I would love to cover the Blazers while they win a championship. So, yeah, we got a window too. Now, along those lines, let's shift. Let's say there's just not a deal out there, man. It's just not there. The best they can do is OG straight up. And, eh. They look. They t- they t- they tell Dame we've been calling around the league. You know who we've been talking to. 
this is the best we can do. Do you think we can win with this game? And Dame's like, no, nah, man, we can probably win 48 games, make the playoffs, but I don't see how I can contend with that. Okay, it's not going to work. Where do you want us to send you? <laughs> send me here. He goes there. You get a bunch of picks. Maybe you get a young player. Dame goes somewhere we can contend with the possibility that he could come back in a few years as that wily old veteran to help pull, put the young the young team over the top, right? So then you, you keep the pick. I love that. You keep the pick. Ideally, you'd get Miller because you got Ant, right, and uh, Sharp, yeah. and you got uh, Miller. So you have a one, a two, and a three. Grant's gone. Okay, use a Knicks pick. Maybe you draft the power forward, or maybe you start Watford. There doesn't matter because you're going to stink and go back on the lottery again. How would you feel about that moving forward to start your rebuild? So again, if I'm a if I'm a new owner that I that I just bought this team and I'm a GM that got hired by that new owner, I'm feeling good. If I'm Joe Cronin and whoever owns. The Blazers, you know, like Jody Allen, like, no, that's not awesome. That is not, you know, that's not fantastic. So See, um, I think that's what the ownership. Now, maybe it makes it easier to, once you move Dame, if you move Dame, it might make it better to sell the team. But I don't know. If I'm Joe Cronin, I want to show success to keep my job as a GM. And I don't think that would help you with, a, you know, confirm your job when there's a new owner that whole ownership yeah. thing we don't i bring it up because it it throws a huge wrench into everything right if i'm if i'm you know if i'm ant you know what i'm saying or i'm uh I, i'm feeling okay about that because now i i think that they're gonna build i'll be a big piece if i'm jeremy grant though i'm gone you know like i'm like i'm out so we're they're really gonna stink but and they're, they're stuck but they're for two be, years but they're gonna I mean, be exciting like it, it eventually, I, I think out, Ant Sharp and Miller out the gate are going to be fun to watch. No, I mean they're going to be the yeah, dunk. It's going to be a dunk. There's going to be a lot of alley, <laughs> lot a lot of alley down twenty on both sides because <laughs> they're going to they're going to give them up and they're going to get them right. So sure, <laughs> a lot of if you're a young sides. if you're a young gun and you just want to see that, yeah, you'll. You're going to lose a lot of games. You're going to do what OKC did until they just started winning all the games. You know, like they're going to, you're going to give up 130 points and, and score 125, you know? Um, <laughs> again, that's not as a, as a fan that's at my age, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care to watch that again yeah. uh, for a long period of time. But you, know, you talk about windows. I'm a Nick fan, man. My window's 50 years. And I, you know, like I got a fifty-year window. It's close. It's close. I'm gonna die soon. You know, at some point, and not see the win. And Blazer fans are there too. You know, you're coming up on fifty years. So most people that are Blazer fans haven't seen a title, and they want to see their, you know, the greatest Blazer of all time, debatable, whatever, uh, have a chance. So my, I am rooting for Aaron Fentress's factor Fentress to be fact. I am rooting for them to make a monumental trade that I go, holy crap, they did it, Ventures. They pulled it off, and now they just have to make one more, and Grant's staying, and and they got a two-year window to add parts because you can add, if you're really good and you bring in, you know, if you have three really good starters and Grant being the worst of the three, there's a fourth guy that wants to join that party. 
you know, and, and win a title. And then you, you add a, a little this or a little of that, uh, a Jimmy Butler late, you know, like if you, I want out now cause we're, we're out of the playoffs and, um, and then you win a title. I mean, I'm rooting for that. I just am skeptical that the, the partners are there. Uh, but you're right. They, they can't, there's no excuses. Like we didn't have enough, which is what old Shea kept saying. There was nothing to do. There was no dramatic big trade to make. Well, there is now. You have the third overall pick, and you, you've you already said, we want to fit Dame's window. And Dame's window is no longer, you know, eight right. years or five years. It's three. And you're hopeful it's three. And, you know, you're extremely optimistic it's four. It's a miracle if it's Agreed. five. You know, and I, I just – Again, it depends on how much people covet that pick. But if, if, if people view Brandon Miller as Tatum, Jalen Brown, or Brandon Ingram, that caliber player, people are going to line up to trying to get that kid and they'll give up contracts that they no longer want for players that, yeah, they're good, but we're not winning with them. And fine, go to Portland. Whereas in, they come to Portland and they, they complete the puzzle. So we're going to see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, you'd want number one, but getting number three, being in that top three in a three-player draft, that's huge, man. That's huge for Dan. That's huge for this franchise. I, I do believe it's going to pay off. I'm going out on a limb. I'm calling it. Call my shot. And Babe Ruth pointing. Pointing. <laughs> Allegedly pointing. All right. Anything else? Anything else? We, we, rock, we rock that pretty good. No, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just a little depressed that there isn't a party in the streets of Portland oh right my now. God, people are going bonkers. You would have got hey, you would be going nuts right now. Don't don't be trying to act like you, you would be. I know you. You would be like, oh, oh yeah, I would be. I'm covered. I would be absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny is uh, a couple of days ago I was talking to Joel Odom, our sports editor, <clears throat> and uh, you know I was like, man, we're writing all this Wimby stuff, but you know they're probably not going to get the pick, and you know, but if they do, and, he, and I go, man, so I go to France, right? And he goes, no. He's like, no. I go, why not? Like, what are you talking about? Why? It's not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not that expensive. Why would I not go to France and cover a few of his games and and report on it? Like, and he goes, you know what? We probably make a case. I go, you damn straight. I'm like, you spent, we spent three grand to send me on a six game road trip. You can't spend three grand to send me to France, or even if it's four. So, I'll, but, but then I was thinking, hmm, if I go to France, for 10 days without my wife, do I come back seeking a different address? <laughs> could you just see, could you see right now? Let's see right now. You told your wife, I got to go to France for 10 days because the evergreen school district is going to adopt some curriculum from Paris and I got to go check it out. And she's like, well, I can't go. I know. Sorry. See you in 10 days. <laughs> how, how would that go over in the burn back household. <laughs> I can't wait to FaceTime you. Can't wait to FaceTime you and the boy. <laughs> I'll send you a croissant. <laughs> How would that go over? Anyway. Yeah. But no friends for right. me. No friends awesome. for me. All right. Thanks for listening to the Blazer Focus podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be talking a lot about this pick and them trying to trade this pick and who they might take at this pick uh, all the way leading up to the draft in June. Please click the uh, subscription button and give us a positive uh, feedback rating. We'd appreciate that. And we will catch you soon.